0: dad without a dad production we are how to be a dad without a dad we are a podcast about two dads that you know didn't have a dad growing up and now we're wonderful dads that's what we think we are but (laughs) We have wonderful families, and we actually share a lot. For example, Andy is in England. Myself, I'm here in San Gabriel, California, in the great United States, and we're just sharing things about parenting. And We both didn't have a dad growing up, which, for what I see or what I feel, is that makes us better dads, especially in my case, because my dad just didn't want to be there. And uh, we're just sharing things with everybody to make them see that you guys are not alone that what you experience we all are experiencing that you know some days are hard some days are better and i preach a lot of not you know to enjoy your time with your kids don't you know play a lot of tv read and things like that i'm like very into my son's you know things to do and not society to put their things in his mind so i want him to be the most three-year-old out there. So I want him to scream, (laughs) yell, play, uh, watch, you know, a little bit of TV, read a lot. So we like to share things with you guys and hopefully, you know, like it or not. Or maybe if you see that you have... A better solution for something, you could find me on Instagram at dad, without a dad. You know, say hi, send me a DM, a direct message, and we could bring you into the podcast. You know, be part of the conversation. And before, you know, we left the other segment, I wanted to share something with Andy. Because Andy shares a passion for motorsports. And he told me, hey, um, this Sunday, when we were recording a couple weeks ago... Is one of the biggest Sundays of racing in the world, which will be the Indy 500. And yeah, the... the Indy
1: 500 and the Monaco Grand Prix are all on like the same Sunday, uh, which is amazing.
0: And does that happen every year, or? Yeah, it, it
1: happens every year. Um, it's same day. I think I think it's been like a happy accident, or at least it started out that way, because you used to be able to get. Um, it's called like the Triple Crown of Motorsport, which would be. You win the Indy 500. You wouldn't do that all all in one year, but you win the Indy 500, you win Le Mans, and you win the Monaco Grand Prix. Like if you win those three, like you're you're, you're pretty good. Like I think only six people in the history of motorsport have ever done that. Um, but yeah, there was a really cool occasion a couple of years ago where like, uh, Fernando Alonso, who was competing on it for the first time, had to basically give up his seat at McLaren to Jenson Button in order for him to drive the Monaco Grand Prix um, and to allow him to do the IndyCar. Sorry, I did the Indy 500. So, yeah, I think it happens most years. I can't remember. uh, I've only, like, been keeping track of the Indy 500 for a few years, because it's not as big as as it is in the States as it is over here. Um, But, yeah, I think it's pretty common.
0: And then you told me that that was happening. And then... I woke up on a Sunday and I realized how that because we don't pay for cable that NBC I just did a little quick search to see if there were somebody was going to show the the Indy 500 because my son has taken a interest since he was little on racing because we started with the movie cars yeah. and then he started liking racing and speed and cars and then he started we started buying him cars and we started playing a lot he likes to run he always likes to i'm pretty sure most kids but that doesn't mean it's his their preference but my son's preference is to be fast racing and things like that to the point that every time we are driving and we go to this part of town where the highway or the street is very wide and kind of empty, you know, I'm like, Hey, are you ready? And he's like, yes, I am. And then since I have a GTI, I put it on sports mode and I go from like, you know, we're going super slow to, we go to the max limit, which is like 50 in like two, three seconds, you know? So I don't, I don't cross the line of being over the speed limit. But that sensation from going to super slow to 50 in about two three seconds, it's that experience that anybody driving will feel, right? So he feels like yeah. he's, like, racing. So it's, like, a big thing. And it has become a thing for him to do with whenever we're in that side of town. And then he wants to do it once in a while. So I'll do it if there's no cops, you know, around and things like that. <laughs> so I decided, I'm like, you know what, Andy gave me a good advice, and I'm like, let's see if they're showing it. So NBC was showing it, and anybody who has an antenna could watch the Indy 500. And this story can even get better. I put it in, and he starts getting so into it that he's saying he is the red car because his favorite color is red. Yeah. And then uh, he's like, Dad, you're the blue one, and Mom, you're the yellow one. And the yellow one at the moment was uh, in first place, and my niece was this other car, which was behind him. He picked the red car, and then because I'm new to the sport. I need to figure it out and how numbers and laps and why do you go back and things like that. And why do you go from one to like 15? Then you had to come up because they're changing tires. So he's experiencing all this, like from changing tires, because that's a scene that you see on cars where Guido changes the tires and it's an amazing thing. I never seen my son so into something. He was literally like saying, oh my God, look at this. And he's like, and it was an amazing thing then i realized that he picked a red car and that red car was nobody but joseph Uh, joseph newgarden and we have a story with him where you actually became buddies with him on twitter yeah he he actually followed me on twitter the other day (gasps) shut up really
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and then he followed me quickly after. So I don't know what's going on there, but yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's um, I he's awesome. He's great. Like he interacts with his fans so much. Um, I think it, like a few podcasts ago, or like a dozen podcasts ago, we had a chat to your mate as well. He did like the the fan like warm up stuff at a few events as well. Yeah, they like the fan base. Yeah, he's in Honda. Yeah, he said that right right was like the nicest guy. So yeah, he's cool.
0: So the car. Co- the coincidence for my son, who's actually liking sports, for me not to know anything about motorsports, for me to be able to actually get the channel to watch it, for him to watch it, for him to say, I want the red car, who turns out to be Joseph, the guy that you and I interact during Twitter. He follows you, and he's going to send you a signed copy. It was just, like, mind-blowing, because every it's like the universe came to... To this relationship when my son decided to be, you know, the red car, which became Joseph Newgarden. And then it turns out, you know, that, well, that was this past race that he won, but, you know, he was having a blast. And how amazing was it that for him to pick Joseph Newgarden, and I think he came on fifth, but it was the greatest thing. I actually took a picture of my son watching it and put it on Instagram. You know, few occasions that I put pictures of him, but it was a very nice experience to see him enjoy a sport and a thing that he's passionate about. Because you should have seen his eyes every time they they did a um a tire change uh, yeah. after he took a nap. He woke up and he kept talking about it. He's like, "Dad, remember when they were trying to put the." The gas and uh, uh, Rossi had a little. Yeah. He was he was number one, and then he had trouble. With somebody they couldn't put the gas in, so he lost yeah. like three seconds. That put him into, I think, place number mm, seven. And this fucker f- went from seven to number like two. Almost won the thing, and my son was there to experience all that and see how he passed everybody. And he yeah. was having a blast. He was like. He even he doesn't even like beans and he was eating beans because he wasn't even paying attention on it. And it's like, I don't know. I just want to share that with you. And, you know, it's hopefully something happens like that with you because you're more into it. Like I'm still learning about the sport. Like, why is this? Why is that? But he was all into it. And this past Sunday, which was yesterday, we recorded on a Monday. It happened again. And then he was all into it. And unfortunately there was no red car, but he was into it. <laughs> nice.
1: Nice. So, yeah, I mean, the indie cars is great. It's a proper wholesome family activity. Um, that Indy 500 was absolutely insane. Like Alexander Rossi, just driving like a man possessed, like the overtakes that he did on the inside. It just, you never do that in Indianapolis, like ever. Um, had drama. It was great. It was a brilliant Indy 500 to watch. To be honest, like the crazy thing with Alexander Rossi is, he he was leading with like two laps to go. It was absolutely insane, uh, and then he came second. But um, yeah, it's uh, that's really good, man. Like I'm so, I'm so happy uh, that like another one of the recommendations kind of paid off because I think motorsport especially when you're young like it's so exciting because it's so alien and it's so quick and the drivers seem like superheroes because they've got like hats that have like helmets on and they're all in different colors like it's it's super vibrant so yeah I mean I, I've always loved motor racing I think part of it I, I got from my dad because uh, he used to love motor racing as well he used to love a, a driver called uh, Nigel Mansell who was a guy that won the uh, Formula One World, World Championship and then went over to IndyCar to drive them. For newman Haas racing i think it was um so yeah it's great man you you're you've got like sunday activities sorted out for like now until forever if he's into motor racing
0: well not anymore because i checked the schedule and now the races are going to be in like channels that we don't get oh that sucks but you know for him to actually it's like playing with legos right like uh, I don't want to say I'm going against my my preaching of 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 him not watching TV, but it's something that he enjoys, and I feel that I prefer him to watch motorsports than for him to watch like Teletubbies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and because it's 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 a passion that he has, right? It's like um. Yeah. It's like saying he wants to watch baseball. That for me, I'm pretty sure it's too boring for him, but hopefully one day he will be as excited as he is for the racing cars for baseball. And if not, you know what? I will, you know, do anything to... I was thinking of taking him to, um, you know, a couple NASCAR races. They do one here up the street. And I don't know if the Indy comes to Los Angeles, but hopefully they do and we could go see it and then see if he wants to wear those you know things that your son didn't oh, want to wear oh
1: the air defenders oh my god and, but yeah <laughs> like I funny.
0: hope you because you're a motorsports fan hopefully you get to enjoy what I'm enjoying right now through him because I actually don't care about motorsports but now I'm learning about like how when they you know I forgot that they do tire tire changes and then they had to go back in the pack and then, you know, we were watching this race this yesterday. We're like two seconds into the race, they crash. And then we had to wait like half an hour for them to start over again. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that it happens and kind of yeah. discourages you from watching because you just want him to. And then, okay, so this turned into IndyCar, uh, indie car, but I'm sharing it that my son, he's only three and he's into motorsports and he's enjoying it. He's And the irony for us to... You know, enjoy that with Joseph, which you are friends with him on Twitter. Uh, so why does the laps keep counting even though there's a yellow flag?
1: So basically, it's so that they can have an idea of when a race is going to finish and it's safe enough so they can still keep going around. So like uh, you can have people behind a pace car, still super safe. You still have them burning through some fuel to go around. Um because uh, it's all to do with basically optimization of that. So but why if it's are the laps
0: s- counting? Like, for example, like when they, the accident happened was like lap one, yeah. and when they restarted the race, because they were keep, you know, they still going throughout the, yeah. the, the 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 racetrack. It's
1: because they're, they're, they're still, like, as they're going around the racetrack, they're still wearing down components, they're still wearing down tires, they're still burning a little bit of fuel. So I think it's to keep that element of it being a, te- uh, a test of endurance on the cars as well. If it's a really, really serious accident um, and there's stuff all over the track, uh, what they'll actually do is they'll get people to drive into the pits, kind of park up. And then at that point, the lap counter will stop um, and they will tidy up all of the debris that's on the track and then
0: they'll go straight back out. And that will happen also if it's lap, you know, at the end, right? Like if there's an accident, like two laps before the end, I'm pretty sure that happens because you can act
1: So I'm not sure if they have it in IndyCar, but I know they have it in NASCAR. So they used to have this thing called a a green-white checkered rule, which is like basically if it's anything before the final lap, then they will essentially add more laps on. Um, to make sure that oh, the wow. last lap is um, under green flag racing, so that people can actually overtake each other and stuff. But obviously, when it's a yellow flag, they can't overtake each other at all. Um, and the drivers, that's basically the indication to the drivers to go like, "Hey, there's a problem on the track. Don't overtake anyone. Don't take any risks." Um, you know, and on double waved yellows, they even have to go slower. So, yeah. And that, then that,
0: that's it, how that it was confusing when they started racing because they're going. It's not like I will, you know, you because you you really can't see how fast they're going because of the way TV is, right? But they're going because they're moving at the same time. You can't see how fast they're going. There it is. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of difficult to know when the race starts again because it's like until the announcer goes like, "Oh, and we're starting again," but they're already going. So that's kind of weird too but anyway yeah just... so that's
1: that's how they have to basically pull into the pits so this the pace car pulls into the pits um dude it's even weirder in formula one but we'll get that to it when you, someone watches a formula one race or something but uh, at least in like IndyCar, the pace car pulls in they all go together whereas in formula one it's like once the safety car or the pace car goes in is then up to the lead driver to determine the pace that gets really weird so yeah it's it's a cool sport there's enough um Minutia to get into that uh that i think people of all ages can kind of enjoy it like i absolutely hope that your son continues to watch it so that you can watch it uh uh if it comes to a terrestrial tv channel um i think it's absolutely bonkers when sports leave terrestrial tv channels so that everyone can watch it uh it's it's really bad for the sport um but yeah, I'm hoping that my son gets into that sort of stuff as well. It'd be really cool. Bought in some cars already. He's gravitating towards cars, so that that subtle manipulation is working already, which
0: is good. I will start buying, you know, the movie. Start putting it to see if he likes it. I think that's how it started. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you got to thank Pixar for
0: that. <laughs> All right, so I wanted to ask you about a. So you work. You are a PR manager for a couple of video yep. game companies. And okay. I wanted to ask you a public relations question towards me and us, I guess. So okay. I I created another podcast with my friend and then because I started giving out my the same email that I give out here, right? And then there already been comments where like, oh, why are you giving that email? Because it's another podcast, it's not at that without a dad. And I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. I don't want to create so many fucking emails, you know? (laughs) So the question for me to you is, like, do you think getting an email that finishes with my name, it's a better PR move? Meaning, like, because it's more generic where, like, I could say here in the other podcast, in my acting, in my MC work, I could say... You know info at Jose de la roca, or should I literally have to have different emails? What's a better convenient more generic email that I should get or unfortunately everybody the people on my social- on social media they have I cannot get the Jose de la roca or Jose because it's already taken yeah but jose de la was available so the email Jose de la roca I could have it. So what do you think I should do? Should I just continue with the same email? What do you? What's your PR advice for somebody so, that is trying to put the <laughs> name out there?
1: A pro tip, a lot of PR is basically avoiding the question until you realize what the objective of the person is that is asking the question. And then you go, okay, yeah, I think you should do that. My PR professional advice with my professional hat on now uh, is basically to go for something generic. Um, so I wouldn't have info at dad, dad or at Jose de la Roca or whatever. Um, I would have something like contact at roca.com or something. Just because then people are getting in touch with you. They're trying to contact you. So it's better to do that address. Whereas obviously with info stuff, it it seems like you might, I don't know, uh, give them information about buses or something. I have no idea. Ah, okay. um, but so, yeah.
0: at Jose de la Roca is more generic. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is more generic, but it because it's more generic, it means that you can use it on 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 the other show as well,
0: and and everything, right? Like if yeah. somebody's contacting me for, I'm about to leave to do a couple pride events, and you know if somebody wants to contact me at Jose de la Roca will be another option, right?
1: Yeah, it's more exactly.
0: generic than what is that without that, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, there's some good side promotion from us. There's some good product synergy there, which I quite like.
0: (laughs) No, yeah. I mean, yeah, I like it, but I'm counting into a a problem where, like, people are like, it's focusing only on this thing, right? Which, at the moment, I'm doing, like, six different things (laughs) 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 because I have to. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, But, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Andy. No worries. No worries. Yeah. And we have a little segment called andy's jokes and the way it works is that andy tells a joke and you have to laugh no i'm kidding <laughs> and if you want to be part of andy's jokes you could send us an email at info at that without a info at dad without a dad.com. you could be a part of it you could send andy a jokes or you could send us some money for andy to stop telling jokes so he i don't know about you guys but i think i'm ready
1: are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat?
0: I need a break ready?
1: Hey Are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break Are you ready?
0: Hey Are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break, uh. hey, of need a break. Uh. Out of the doorway at the bullet rip. Repeat to the side of the beat. And in lap number one. here is Andy with Andy's chokes
1: This <laughs> is getting going. What I love about that is that's definitely like a bus or something. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> okay, so there's two this week. Woo! First one is a bit of a classic. Uh, okay. <clears throat> what do you call a man with a rubber toe? Uh I
0: don't know. What?
1: Yeah. Roberto. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so That one's really low. That's not a good one. That's, not good one. Yeah, good that's actually good. good. That's. Hey!
0: Yay! Hey. Yeah.
1: I jumped And in. then, second one. Last one. <laughs> uh, what do you call a fat psychic? A four chin teller. Yay! <laughs> I like Roberto. Yeah, you can steal that one, man. That's that's fine. That's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there it is. We have Andy with Andy's Jokes. I don't know about you, but today was good. And you can be part of Andy's Jokes. All you got to do is send us an email at info at dadwithoutadad.com. Info at dad com. Like I said, you could send us some money for Andy to stop saying jokes or for Andy to tell More amazing dad jokes. (laughs) Before we go, Andy, do you have any last thoughts, comments, shout outs? Uh,
1: Just say thank you to everyone for listening to the podcast uh, and for supporting the podcast in any way, shape or form that you can. Um, Shout out to my wife. Shout out to everyone that I saw over my birthday who made it absolutely awesome. Um, You know who you are. And uh, yeah, shout out to Joe and his wife and their lovely daughter they're currently on holiday at the moment so we're hoping they're having loads of fun as well
0: shout outs to andy happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday to andy happy (laughs) birthday to you yay dude that's such
1: a funky rendition i love it it's brilliant
0: Mama Chubakita Mama Chubakita Mama Chubakita Mama (laughs) (laughs) Chubakita Uh hopefully Well my son doesn't look anything like me but he's turning into a little me which is amazing. I I don't wanna say I haven't trained, but you know if you ask him how is Mama doing today, he'll be like potato Who is Mama today? Chubakita (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, for anybody good. that is listening thank you very much for your support thank you to will because will repost everything that we do he actually likes it repost it so if you're listening please you know share it with your peers on social media retweet or tweets or you could retweet and repost the podcast on soundcloud the podcast is available anywhere you guys listen to your podcast also available on my website dadwithoutadad.com where you could buy my book how to be a dad without a dad <laughs> I was gonna say dot com <laughs> and before I go I wanna give a shout out to my wonderful wife or girlfriend my wonderful son son I love you so much uh I'm going to be in Sacramento Seattle Houston and Columbus For Pride. And if anybody's listening, happy Pride Month, everybody. Pride events are one of the most amazing, most fun events I ever worked, and I have worked a lot of events. So thank you for everybody that goes to Pride. Uh, it's an amazing journey, it's a lot of fun, a lot of music, a lot of you know, people drinking. Uh, you know, you are rocking with your cocks out, and we (laughs) (laughs) they are. Uh, so shout out to anybody that is celebrating Pride Month. Shout out to everybody out there. Thank you for listening. For Andy, all the way from England, my name is Jose, Jose de la Roca. You guys have been listening to How to Be a Dad Without a Dad. Andy, before we go, where could people find you?
1: Uh, you can find me at Gaming Goodness on Twitter. So that's G A M I N G G. Wait, no, it's not. It's at Gaming Goodness, <laughs> which is G A M I N G G O O D N E S S. Yeah, got it right a second time.
0: And we are brought you by, uh, we are brought you by Doggy Dogs. So go over there on Doggy send in an email at
1: uh Doggilogs at Yahoo.com. That's spelled D-O-G-G-I-L-O-C-K-S at Yahoo.com.
0: And if you're in the area of
1: Portsmouth, Southampton and Winchester in the south of the UK, if you just want to send them an email and tell them if you want dog, cat, or lizards groomed, they'll totally suck you uh, sort you out. So yeah. Uh, send him an email
0: so get your dogs groomed and lock those prices guys thank you very much for listening my name is jose jose de roca andy happy birthday